0: podcasting from the j Twin Studios. This is the show for Reds fans, by Reds fans. Each week, we take a look at the games, the players, and the stories of Cincinnati Reds baseball. Now, your hosts, Scott Evans and Nick Lawson. And welcome to another edition of the Reds Fans Chatter Podcast. I'm Scott Evans. He's Nick Lawson, and we are finally here. Reds opening yes. day 2021. This is the Reds uh, fans chatter Reds opening day uh, preview. And uh, we're recording this on Wednesday night, uh, heading into opening day. The uh, Usually the roster would be set by now. It's not fully set because they don't know if jo- Joey Votto is able to go or not because of COVID.
1: Yeah, that's the standstill on that. They don't know if he's going to be cleared or not to set the roster so hopefully by tomorrow morning we'll know more yeah so we'll talk about that uh on the show and uh we'll go
0: over the roster uh as it is now there's probably a couple of people that's still showing on the active roster that it will not be on the roster quite a few surprises some guys uh i what d- don't really recognize the names uh I'm sure they had a really good spring. I hope, anyway. <laughs> uh, spring training's over. The the crazy rules that made no sense uh, are over. It's uh, the DH in the National League is over. So we'll get into that. Uh, but first, uh, this is kind of big. Fans are going to be allowed in the ballpark tomorrow.
1: And that's really big because I think we've really missed fans having a live crowd. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Please, people
0: don't make it about a mask debate. Either way, if if you see someone not wearing a mask, stay six feet away from them. If, uh, if you, uh, want to wear, if you don't want to wear a mask, don't go to the game. Uh, kind of pretty much pretty, pretty simple. They're not going to let you in without a mask. Uh, use some common sense, common decency, and everyone, uh, we'll we'll have a good time. Don't be the mask police, Karens, out there. If if you, unless unless they're up in your face, and then that's a, that's a little bit different. Uh, but you know, if you see someone eating a hot dog and they put it down for 3.2 seconds and don't pull their mask up automatically, or you see a two-year-old fidgeting with it, don't call security. That, that that's my rant.
1: Right. That is a very valid, valid point.
0: And I mean, honestly, it, it's kind of stupid for masks to be required inside the stadium in your seats when everybody is forced to be well over six feet apart anyway outside. But uh, neither here nor there. Uh, we got baseball. It, it's it is what it is for right now. Uh, hopefully, later this summer, uh, things will. We'll lessen up uh, both in capacity and and the rules as more people get vaccinated and uh, and things get slowly back to normal. Uh, but tomorrow's step one to that normalcy. Uh, but uh, some things have changed as far as the safety procedures uh, at Great American Ballpark. Um, they're asking people to arrive early to avoid backups entering the ballpark. Uh, hopefully that doesn't cause a problem with me because. At most opening days, I'm there at noon. Uh, tomorrow, I'm working until r- around two, and I forgot about the stupid bridge being under construction and the secondary bridge being closed. <laughs> so it, it might you may, have, be a, you may have to swim across. <laughs> well, I, I might. Uh, I mean, two seventy five has been a nightmare the last couple of days. Uh, so that's usually my alternate route, uh, n- no problem. So I, I may. I may sneak out of the house a little bit early. I don't think my boss listens to my uh, podcast. So, <laughs> but uh, no, anyway, um, should be good. I have a parking pass and there's no, there's no parade. There's there's no block party, obviously, even though uh, some people were upset that uh, people were having fun on Saturday at the uh, Dora area. Again, Karen, yeah. if you weren't there, don't worry about it. Exactly. If you were there. Be smart. So anyway, <laughs> the Dora area should be going on tomorrow. If you're going to the Holy Grail, they are being very strict on their uh, capacity and also very strict with their mask policy and uh, gathering policy. So they're uh, I think because of uh, the Karens over the weekend, I think there's going to be more emphasis on opening day. It's going to be cold. Uh, so the Dora Dora area, with no other block party or anything going on, may not be as bad. It's it's hard to say because opening day's always been a big holiday in Cincinnati. Uh, some cities have St. Patrick's Day, Thanksgiving. For for Cincinnati, this is our holiday. <sighs>
1: Yeah, it should be a national holiday. Well, nationally holiday, but a, a local holiday for for this city because opening day is a, basically a holiday. I mean, nobody's going to be working. At least everybody's going to be calling in sick. <laughs> you know, so it's 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 gonna It's a big day, even without a parade. It's still a big day. Yeah, but uh, masks are required to be worn
0: uh, unless actively eating or drinking uh, while seated in your seat. I don't. I guess you can't eat your hot dog while walking around the stadium. Or uh, like, what, I don't know what I like to do sometimes is kind of go that back wall and, uh, you, you know, get your stuff together after you get the mustard and stuff on it and hang out there. Like like I said, hopefully they use some common sense and, and aren't going to be uh, aren't going to be the mask police uh, as long as people are smart about it. I, I think that's I think that's the key.
1: No, i look at it this way and if you're going to have fun and you're going to root on the reds we need the reds to win we need the Reds to win every game right. but i know that's going to happen but that's what you're there for you're there to have fun and and cheer on our reds that's what don't don't worry about the mask. right i mean eventually the mask will go away eventually we'll get back to normal but for now we have to deal with it Yeah. pay attention to the
0: field don't pay attention to the other fans unless, unless right. they're being unruly which is which usually does happen. There is always one.
1: <laughs> so yeah. the
0: last opening day I went to, I am sitting in the uh, in the moon deck. Not bad seats, but I am in the very top row of the of the moon seat. So it's not really a place you would expect someone to go and you know sit someplace other than their not their ticketed seat. They're gonna you know they're gonna find something closer to the field. Not this gentleman. He uh, proceeded to do a podcast that probably nobody was listening to in his seat during the game that turned out not to be his seat.
1: And for the record, we will not be doing a podcast tomorrow, so
0: no, I will not be doing a podcast uh, during the game, not not a clubhouse room. I have thought about it, but uh not during the game. Maybe we'll do a watch along sometime when uh when we're at home watching the Reds uh, and and seeing if we, anybody wants to do that, but uh but anyway, uh, yeah. Tomorrow, uh, I'm gonna be on my best behavior. I'm gonna wear 27.3 masks because it's gonna be like 30 degrees outside.
1: Need three sweaters.
0: Three sweaters. <laughs> 35 masks, uh, like Fauci wants us to
1: do. <laughs> and <laughs> why not? And then try to find hot chocolate. Oh, man, they should give free hot chocolate out, man. Yeah, that, that would well, be the it's, best.
0: It's probably going to be $15 for hot chocolate this year, <laughs> year because,
1: because, uh, because of the limited crowds. I would, that wouldn't surprise me with the Reds games and football games. Man, they, the prices are outrageous. Uh, but
0: some of the things uh, changing this year, uh, getting into the ballpark this year, a new rule, and it's like everything else with COVID and security in general. It's not a hundred percent clear. They've changed it about three or four times, uh, on the, uh, on the website, uh, bags and purses, uh, the si- size is the same. Uh, but, uh, if the, uh, if the, uh, bag is a backpack, you can't bring it in. That's so, weird. So if, if it's a diaper bag, backpack, Nope. If it's a medical bag backpack that you will die if you don't have that with you, too bad. Uh, a reds heads backpack though that was that was uh, provided after 2020, thumbs up there. You can you can take that in. Uh, the reds uh, drawstring bags that they give out at RedsFest are okay, uh, but other than that, um, you don't have to have clear ones. So it could be much worse. Some teams are going the clear route like they do with the Bengals.
1: So what about if you have an
0: oxygen tank? Is that allowed? Uh, It doesn't say. (laughs) Uh, Purses are allowed. Food bags are allowed. And unopened drinks that are non-alcoholic are still allowed. So I'm giving the Reds a little bit of a hard time there, but uh, it's still one of the places that you're still allowed to bring your own food in, uh, your own soft drinks in. So uh, kudos to the Reds for keeping that. The backpack, I don't feel any safer because they ban backpacks, but it, it, it is what it is.
1: Well, when schools or some schools are like that, they want to take their backpacks. My kids can't take their backpacks to school. So if right. they were in school right now, physically, which they're not, but when they were, they couldn't have no backpacks. Crazy, crazy times. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, also uh,
0: this year, and I, I'm not 100% sure, but it sounds like, okay, they still are accepting cash, but they are highly encouraging you not to use it. And then uh, this is kind of cool, though. Uh, they have something on your phone where you can pay on your app uh, and with Apple Pay. So you can just like basically walk up to the concession line. You've already paid for your food and, and get it there. That's not bad uh elevators and this is going to be a nightmare <laughs> so um and, and this is one of the things that i found that's never been consistent anywhere in the united states it's one of the uh COVID rules i find amusing i've been to 15 states since uh since last year and all this started and every single place is different um for example in my workplace it's uh two people per elevator uh, the mo- one that made the most sense, uh, is in Tennessee, they said one family per elevator at the uh, hotel I stayed at there. That kind of, that kind of makes sense if you're going to limit it. Uh, some States were two, some States were four. The reds are going to be four people at all times. I don't know if that includes the guy that runs the elevator. So, uh, I would highly recommend if you're sitting in the upper decks to, uh, you- use the escalators if you can.
1: The escalators are steps man Just, you don't want to be in a tight space in that elevator
0: well it's not only that they're only limited to four people so imagine how long
1: that's yeah, going to that, be a nightmare like yeah you're right
0: <laughs> I think usually I, I think usually I think I've been in one with like 10 or 11 people
1: I mean they got the capacity what's the capacity is it like go by weight I'm sure it does but I mean, yeah. it's not like they're weighing
0: you when you get in there. People people go in and and squish in as much as possible. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm not going to be using the elevators that day. But that is something to do. And this was the one that kind of really sucks: is uh, players are not going to be allowed to sign autographs or toss baseballs into the stands per Major League Baseball regulations. There's no additional safety from COVID with that. Maybe the autograph because you're up close to them. But other than that. Uh, throwing a baseball from, from, uh, 50 feet or 50 yards is not going to, uh, increase anyone's risk of getting COVID. No, no,
1: I think mean, that's stupid, but you know, it is what it is. It
0: is what it is. I, I think part of it though, is you have, uh, some fans like going early to the game. They, I, I don't think they're going to want people hanging out, uh, within 10 rows of the, uh, of the, uh, players.
1: Well, you still got people that are going to wait by the gate oh, when they sure. come in, and oh, then they get autographs. You
0: had that last year because uh, you saw uh, uh, Trevor Bauer on his video blog signing autographs. So that, that's still going to happen. I'm sure uh, the Reds may or may not try to uh, discourage that somehow. Uh, they're definitely not going to to announce that uh, people people will be at the. Uh, in the uh, parking lot waiting for players to autograph if someone pulls up i may roll down my window tomorrow uh when i'm going into park and say you want my autograph got a podcast sure
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh, other than that it's kind of the same thing everywhere else stay six feet apart even though the rest of the world is three feet apart and uh, and uh that's that's pretty much it for the uh But let's talk about some of the cool things coming to a great American ballpark. I'm going to start with this one because on the surface, it sounds like until you think about it, like, oh, my God, that that's delicious. I may even get this tomorrow. It's definitely not on the approved list for dieting, but the uh, fry box is going to have a few new items this year, including the s'mores fry box. Have you seen that? I can I can hear myself getting fatter just thinking about it. I mean, it it has marshmallows, it has French fries, uh, chocolate syrup, <laughs> chocolate bars. Uh, it's it, it looked it looked absolutely amazing.
1: I, I bet that cost a pretty penny.
0: Oh, I'll probably be twelve, fifteen, five hundred dollars. Probably. But. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it has M and M's in it too.
1: Oh my god.
0: It's, like, it's like, uh, like I'm at Fat Camp again. Come on. The French fries <laughs> covered in chocolate sauce, marshmallows, and chocolate M&M's.
1: Wow. That's, it, di- that's a diabetes headache right there. It, it
0: is, but on a cold day tomorrow, that might be the perfect uh, food item.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Opening uh, day is the coldest time of year. Yeah, they're, they're going to have a, t- a smoked turkey sandwich at the uh, – smokehouse uh a new hot dog that's a corn dog i think it's a foot long corn dog i love corn dogs uh, who knows how long that's how much that's it's a quarter pound um quarter pound corn dog it looks like it's spicy um
1: Would you like to be a vendor walking around with those things 18 dollar corn dogs
0: <laughs> I, I don't think they're gonna have vendors this year just be just to limit the uh, in-person um uh, uh, you know, the distancing that'll, and that kind of thing, which I could buy be because people are going to still want their beer, which will be that, that, uh, that'll be
1: weird because you're used to hearing the beer vendors yelling, you know, cold beer here, and yeah. then you're not going to hear that. Well, It'll be you, weird,
0: you know, the beer is going to be
1: $250,000 a can, but sure, <laughs> yeah, bring, bring your house mortgage. I mean, bring it, you're going to have to mortgage your house to get a beer, a, a couple of bitcoins, and, and you're there. There you go. Foreign <laughs>
0: currency. It's accepted. No, it's right, not. Right, right. <laughs> uh, and and, and they're, they're having like a barbecue. It's, it, it's not an ice cream cone because there's not ice cream in it, but a barbecue cone uh, wrap. that's It looks like a cone, like an ice cream cone, but it's filled with barbecue stuff. It, it looks absolutely amazing. I'm, I'm trying to pull it up on the, the ballpark app. Barbecue see, stuff sounds good. See if I can I can pull this stuff up now. So I was kind of looking at it uh, the other day. Uh, mobile food order, ordering. So you can order this stuff uh, on your phone. Um, Are they going to door dash into your seat? Right. <laughs> could, could be. Uh, the other thing this year, which is really weird, the strikeouts for slices. Now, it's for home and away games, but only the first 2,000 fans to uh, claim the code after the end of the game, whether you're home or away, uh, gets to uh, get the free pizza.
1: There you go. That's
0: awesome. Yeah, so you have to, uh, of course, cheer on the Reds to strike out 11 or more batters in a game. Uh, Text at the end of the game, Reds, to 513347. And then if you're one of the first 2,000 fans, you win. Not as not as cool as the, the original, the very first year they did the promotion, it was awesome because they handed you the certificate as your – well, you, your ticket was a certificate for, uh, for the pizza. And then they gave you an ice cream certificate as well. And you got free ice cream and slices. Uh, UDF backed out because <coughs> – uh, they were giving away thousands and thousands of scoops of ice cream. And then, uh, f- of course the, uh, uh, LaRose's, uh, went from a four topping pizza that was free to a one topping pizza. But, uh, but yeah. Sounds really delicious. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, so that the concessions guide, that's, that's what I was looking for, uh, they have a, a spicy chicken sandwich. Looking at it, I, I'm not impressed. It, it it looks like I like the spicy chicken sandwiches where the spice is like in the breading. And this is one with a kind of a sauce with the coleslaw on it. I'm sure it's good. It's probably six hundred and seventy-three dollars. Most likely. <laughs> yeah, the smokehouse parfait was what I was talking about. It's a barbecue pulled pork, mac and cheese with coleslaw in a bread cone.
1: See, I may have to sell my car to to actually pay for food there.
0: Now, these look really good. Wicked Sausage Nachos. Nachos with uh, nacho cheese, salsa, jalapeno peppers, uh, sliced Queen City Wicked Sausages, and that's sold at uh, the food bar locations in sections 113, 130, and 518. And then uh, the uh, corn dog that I was was, uh, telling you about, the quarter pound words they call it the slugger, and it's in Scouts Alley. So, you have to have like the scout seats in order to get that one.
1: So, that's the uh, that would be the, the heart attack on a bun meal,
0: yeah. That, that's that, that would be it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. And no way, I'm no way am I downing the food. I think the food sounds amazing. And if you, you know you go to the game, please buy some. I mean, it's going to be amazing, but I just for me, I think a lot of the food just. It's going be really expensive. Just be, make sure you bring your well, wallet.
0: Just, just be, and, and I, I'm, I'm joking about it uh, and stuff, but I do think because of uh, COVID last year and the limited crowds this year, I, I can see sports service uh, uh, just kind of slightly raising the prices. It's, it's not going to cost you three hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a uh, barbecue parfait, but. Uh, but there are going to be pricey options, but there there are reasonable options in the ballpark too. That uh, they're still having the twenty dollars all you can eat stand, where you get up to five hot dogs and unlimited chips, popcorn, and most importantly, soft drinks. So they're still doing that. Um, uh, again, it, it's 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 going to be different this year, but uh, we're back in. We we will really begged for it to happen last year. It it didn't happen, but. Uh, but tomorrow, twelve thousand, maybe thirteen thousand, into uh, into uh, Great American Ballpark, uh, and then it's gonna be it's gonna be a great time. It's gonna be freezing, and hopefully the Reds win.
1: And a hundred sixty-two game schedule.
0: And a hundred and sixty-two game schedule. I mean, it's, I think it's gonna help some of the Reds hitters. Uh, I mean, you saw in baseball last year the shortened season. You saw really good hitters have really bad years, including uh Christian Yelich, uh Joey Votto, Nick Castellanos, uh the entire Reds roster, <laughs> except for Jesse Winker. He kinda he kind of thrived last year. Uh
1: but um it, it's it, Yeah, I mean everybody struggled across the board really. Well, like hit him wise. I mean, pitchers were doing good, but hitters were not. Raiders were having a bad time. Raiders were having a bad time,
0: but uh, this year, uh, new team uh, Trevor Bauer unfortunately is gone. Uh, I'm glad his salary went yep. with him, though, because uh, yeah. uh, he, he signed wasn't a, was, was a one year deal? Uh, or was that, that a three year deal? It was a three year deal, but he can opt out after each year.
1: So he's got he's got the the balls in his court, really.
0: Yeah. So this year and next year he's not going to opt out. He's making over forty million dollars each year. Uh, the following year after that, it, it drops significantly. So I could see him if he, if he performs well this year and next year, I could see him opting out of that third year. Uh, but he's going to be priced priced out of the reds uh, range for uh, quite a while in his career.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, he's a great pitcher, but I mean, he's just, we can afford him.
0: Yeah. And that's one of the things uh, There there's a lot, a lot of talk in baseball last year about the average team lost a hundred million dollars and that's not a hundred million dollars in reduced sales. That's an actual, uh, like losing money. (laughs) And, um, so the reds, uh, lost around $50 million last year, only brought in a total of $110 million, including revenue sharing and TV. Obviously there was no crowds, very limited, uh, sales of merchandising, which I think goes into the revenue share, Anyway, uh, so uh, that's about half of what they usually bring in in revenues. So you, you can kind of understand why they didn't do a lot in the all season, but they at the same time, uh, other than the guys that were going to be leaving anyway, and some players that we all wanted wanted out Robert Stevenson (laughs) and you know uh you you had a closer last year in uh Rossio Iglesias he's he's always unfortunately been kind of he never did hit that stride of of being like a a a rolled as Chapman where it was almost a guaranteed you're gonna get get the save
1: well watch him be an all-star this year
0: oh I'm sure he will well he went to the Angels it's like the Angels is where great players go to do nothing
1: Yeah, and they have one of the best in the business, and then Mike Trout. uh, How many World Series has he been to? I
0: I mean, the teams that they've had have been stacked year after year. Trout, Pujols, uh, Zach Cozart. Yeah, Zach Cozart was a big-time bust. Brandon Phillips was there for a cup of coffee, I believe. Yeah. Uh, But they they, they had other younger players. They were top stars in that organization, top pitchers, and they could just never – never put it together. I mean, the reds have had years where they've been able to, uh, where they've been on paper, look like this is going to be our year. Uh, but it's not been like the, uh, the angels that have consistently spent money and consistently uh, just failed to achieve.
1: Yeah. I mean, and we, now we have one of the angels, they have one of the better relievers and you know Cameron Drosian is now with the Reds, and he was one of their better players for many years in the bullpen.
0: Yeah, let, let's go. Uh, let's because the the pitching is pretty much set on the twenty five man or twenty six man roster. And uh, yeah, get used to saying twenty six. Uh, <laughs> let, let's go through the active roster on who has not been cut yet. Uh, the pitching staff is already set. The rotation set. So uh, let's start with the pitchers and let's start with the uh, with the rotation. Of course, tomorrow it's going to be Luis Castillo. Uh, on the Hill. And uh, after that, I believe Tyler, is it Tyler Malley's pitching game two? Tyler
1: Malley will pitch against Adam Wainwright in game two.
0: You know, Wayne, Wainwright has not done well against the Reds re- in recent times.
1: Now the Reds have owned him in the last few years. So, and he's getting older. I mean, he's waging 39, 40 now. Right.
0: Uh, game three is going to be.
1: It's Jeff Hoffman against Carmelo Martinez.
0: Oh, I'm I oh, Carl,
1: sorry. Carlos Martinez. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, either one. I don't like that matchup. <laughs> either. I was surprised uh, going in when they made that trade uh, with, uh, with, um, with Colorado. I was uh, really hoping Hoffman was not going to make the team. Unfortunately with injuries, uh, he's here. Uh, let's hope he does as well. If not better than Robert Stevenson ever did. And uh, we'll go from there after Hoffman. Uh, who's going to be uh, pitching in game four.
1: Um, after Hoffman, let's see, we are, we got a Monday. That's a new series
0: against the pirates. I believe,
1: I believe, yeah, I believe it was Pittsburgh. I'm trying to pull it up here. Bear with me. Peeps,
0: <laughs> um, daily Leon.
1: I think, yeah, you were correct. It is yeah. Mr. De Leon.
0: Yeah. But then pitching game, the
1: fourth game of the season,
0: and then it's going to be Wade Miley in game five. So the reds are not, <laughs> reds are not going to skip the, uh, Skip this start with Wade Miley. Uh, they're going to they're gonna go with a five-man rotation. Of course, some teams this year were talking about going to six-man rotations. I don't know if any team actually did that. Uh, I know uh, the Dodgers have six starters, and Trevor Bauer wants to go every four days, so I would not want to have to try to do that math problem.
1: <laughs> well, we've got to remember once Sonny Gray returns and Michael Lorenzen returns, uh, from, they're going to be on the injured list. They're going to start there. Um, you're going to figure Hoffman will probably be in a bullpen. And I'm not sure about uh De Leon and mally I think mally will be in a rotation. De Leon will probably go to the bullpen as well, if Lorenzen starts.
0: Right. It's gonna depend on what uh, Mr. Hoffman does. Uh, hopefully he dominates and, and makes me look like an idiot.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm all for it. I mean Hoffman <laughs> can go out there and throw us, if he could if he could go six innings and give up maybe one run, that would be a win. Right. Let's talk about the bullpen. I have a few new uh, names, uh this year uh
0: you you mentioned one guy and uh Cam Bedrosian. Yep, uh I didn't even know he was on the team.
1: Well, he was a non-roster guy and he, he made the team out of spring training. Good for him. Um uh,
0: yeah, his uh, career stats uh last year That's interesting. They have 2021 stats for him in and- we haven't had a game yet, so I don't know if that's spring training or what.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think they still have the spring training stats up here.
0: Got you, got you. His, his career stats, uh, not a lot of action, but uh, 4.34 ERA, 1.3 whip. Uh, not bad, Uh 76 strikeouts in 56 innings. So uh, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing uh, what he can do, 29 years old. So the Reds, a lot of years uh, when they had holes in the bullpen, they went out and got veterans for that. This year, uh, they pretty much went the opposite route and, and went with the young guys, which uh, I kind of like that in some ways better because, uh, or the younger guys, 29 still is not really a rookie, but it, it's not going out and getting like the Jason marquez uh, of the past.
1: Yeah, he only pitched eleven games last year at a two point four five ERA, and his WHIP was one point zero nine. So not bad.
0: Not bad. Yeah, I think the uh, the, something's wrong with the stats on MLB.com because it made absolutely no sense.
1: Well, I still have spring training up there.
0: Got you. Yeah, because I'm looking at uh, at this one at the the next uh, guy that made the team, Carson Fulmer. Uh, number 75, the career stats show him at four and six with a six-two-six 2 ERA, and then you scroll down and and see he's pitched uh, 655 innings in his career.
1: Yeah, that's spring training.
0: Yeah, so <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I don't know. They they didn't word it as spring training. Maybe they're working on it now to get it updated for tomorrow, and they're not expecting two guys in northern Kentucky, Cincinnati, to be doing a podcast and calling them out on their uh, wrong information come on guys get with it but uh no Carson Fulmer uh, career uh 1.72 whip that part was correct uh now that it looks like the stats are correct on that but it's not making sense to me so
1: we'll get you a manual
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: I mean, oh. I like I liked the new additions. Bedrosian, you know, Doolittle had a rough spring, but hopefully he gets around at Fulmer's. You know, he was on a couple of uh, games there in spring training, but he looks pretty good too.
0: Now, the one guy that I'm pretty excited about about uh, that they signed in the offseason, uh, I liked the move back then. I, I don't, I couldn't tell you why. I've never seen him pitch. Uh, but Sionel Perez, uh, he made the team out of spring training. Uh, 2.91 uh, career MLB uh, ERA came from the uh, Astros. Houston Astros. Yep, Astros organization. And had a really good spring.
1: Had a good spring and a 2.84 ERA last year with the Astros. This WHIP a little high at a 2.05, but that was in seven games. Yeah.
0: Yeah. None of our stats are matching up. So.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I, if you go if if you go above where it says career stats. It has, to the right, it says regular season spring training. It probably says spring training on yours.
0: Like I was looking at it as like the full, what you'd see on the back of his baseball card. I don't know. MLB's (laughs) stats are absolute garbage. Usually I use uh, baseball reference, uh, but uh, tonight to find out who the players are on, uh, MLB.com was the best to use. Uh, The other surprise name is not a new name, but he is starting opening, or he's making his... He is making the roster opening day, and that's Sal Romano, really great dude. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he can finally do well this year.
1: I think he's on a he's kind of basically at the end of, at the end of his contract, really, because he doesn't have any options. So he had to make the team. So he knows he's at he's at the point where in his career he has to be good or he's he's done.
0: Right, because I don't I don't know if there's very many teams that would pick him up. Uh, uh, this year yep. or not? So, uh, good good luck, Sal.
1: Yeah, yeah. Good luck to him. Uh,
0: other other players, no surprises on the rest of the team. Uh, TJ Antone. Uh, I think there were some question marks going in if he'd be on opening day, but uh, he he answered those really quick. Had a great spring training. I think he should be in the rotation, but uh, I, I guess Derek Johnson does once sees more value with him in the uh, bullpen. Uh so we'll see how that plays out. But uh TJ had a great spring making the team and got gotta to, be gotta to be happy for him.
1: Yeah, I mean I was uh seeing him last year. I mean, he really was it was impressive. And and he's he's gonna try I, I bet by midseason he's gonna be in the rotation. Right. I'm hoping. Uh now one guy that did not have a good spring, I was hoping
0: he was just kind of working on stuff, coming off the injury, uh 'Cause the Reds uh he is one of the few guys they did go out and sign. Sean Doolittle. Uh he needs to have a really good year either in a setup role or a closing role. Uh David Bell and Derek Johnson aren't committing to a particular closer. I think they're gonna go I, I hate the term, closer by committee, but uh, I mean if you if you get the guys uh sold in onto that uh with Amir Garrett who had an awesome spring. Uh, yep. Sean Doolittle at the end of the end of the uh, um, bullpen with Lucas Sims maybe as your setup guy uh, you could you could potentially uh, not the same personalities but maybe a little uh, have a nasty boys light
1: well <laughs> nasty well yeah because Doolittle he's left handed
0: he's left handed Mir Garrett's left handed Garrett's left
1: handed. Sims is left right. handed too. Yeah,
0: Sims is right
1: handed. So uh, this is the most. I think the most is you've had in the bullpen that yeah. I can recall in a while.
0: Yeah, and the the back end uh, with uh, with Amir Garrett, he has some of the craziness that uh, Rob Dibble had, maybe even amped up a little bit, which is crazy because Rob Dibble, I don't think ever went and charged the <laughs> entire team. I don't know.
1: I love Amir Garrett. I, I mean, the guy, I, AG, baby, all day.
0: Have, have you ever seen the uh, breakdown uh, from John Boy Media on uh, that fight? I think so. I think oh, I did. It is great. I mean, he breaks it down. Amir, when you break it down, Amir tells the uh, acting manager at that time, uh, which I don't even think was the bench coach, because I think uh, Freddie Benavides had been ejected by that point, too. Uh, told him hey i'm gonna go fight those guys and he's like pointing and trying to get somebody uh in the game real quick and says okay there you go and pat, patted uh, a mirror on the back like he was going back to the dugout and Amir just took off and they knew where it was going so uh rob dibble's done a lot of crazy stuff he, he threw at players just for uh, just for bunting <laughs> like as they were running to first base, he like nailed him in the back. I forget. I think it was with the Cubs. Yeah, I remember that. They deserved it. He, of course, he unfortunately did the same thing Trevor Bauer did after a bad outing and threw the ball into the stands. Uh, but uh, and, and fought Lou Pinellas. So uh, I mean, you kind of got that little quirky. Personality with Amir. Amir's in 2021, though, so uh, he quickly apologized for that after that incident. But uh, Sean Doolittle's kind of a 2021 version, kind of the opposite of Randy Myers. But he's kind of a a quirky guy in his own right. And then uh, Lucas Sims, the quiet guy.
1: I tell you what, we'll, like, we'll go back to Mayor Garrett for a minute. You got a guy 6'5, 239 coming at you. I'll back it off.
0: Absolutely. So, <laughs> uh, looking at catcher, I think no no, no uh, surprises there. Tucker Barnhart, Tyler Stevenson are going to be your uh, main catchers, with Kyle Farmer probably getting a spot start here or there to give those two guys a break. Uh, I like uh, it. And, well, and, and then this uh, next one's going to be the, uh, the big question mark that's going to depend. Determine on uh, who gets some starts because Tucker Barnhart could start a few games at first base. He's played the position well in the past. Uh, Joey Votto uh, question question mark if he's ready to go tomorrow or not. Could start the uh, season on the uh, injured list. Uh, hopefully they can backdate that because uh, um it's gonna it's gonna be different. Of course he can now go down to Louisville in the. Uh, in the uh, alternate site. It's not going to be in Mason this year. It's going to be at the bats and fans can actually buy tickets to go watch the alternate site games down in Louisville.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Uh,
0: so uh, at first base uh, you have Joey Votto, Kyle Farmer's on the death par- chart at first base, but I think he's on the death chart at every single position. So <laughs>
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Uh, Alex Blandino and, and Max Schrock, uh, Depending, one of those is not going to make the team depending on what happens with Joey Votto. Uh, second base. You know, don't forget, don't forget,
1: Jonathan India made the team.
0: Oh, absolutely. He's not on. He's not on this uh, depth chart. So they they got some updating to do at MLB.com. But uh, they do. Uh, but Jonathan India is going to be your second baseman. Eugenio Suarez is going to be your shortstop, and Mike Mustakas is going to be your third baseman, which I I, I really like that lineup. Um uh, yeah. That's that's nice. Suarez, Suarez uh, lost a little bit of weight which uh, as he's getting older, uh that's really good cuz that's going to keep him quick. Uh, I mean, shortstops don't have to and middle infielders don't have to have as much range as they used to with all the defensive positioning that goes on in today's game, but uh, uh he he really worked on his uh defense at third base. Uh so I, I think I think he'll be fine. Hopefully uh Hopefully when the game goes live and it's not spring training speed, it's it's regular season sp- speed uh, uh, that Suarez can handle it and handle it well.
1: I don't have any doubts. I, I think he'll do fine. Um, he may bounce back and forth between third base as well and to get Farmer a chance to play short. Right. So you never know.
0: And uh, then in the outfield, uh, th- this is kind of another surprise uh, name uh, that made the team uh, Tyler Naquin.
1: Tyler Naquin was a number one pick for the Indians back in the day. He could still go. He had a great spring. So that, another outfitter.
0: Yeah, another. Out, that, I mean, that, that's kind of <laughs> kind of what surprised me more than anything. Uh, Mark Payton and I uh, and Aquino, the Punisher. Uh, yeah. You can only punish uh, balls once every ten at bats. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean. If there's a guy that's like I can't remember the the, the Cuban guy in um, in uh, Major League. Well, Serrano. Serrano, yes. Yeah. If, if there's a guy that isn't the real life version of Serrano, I, I don't know who is, and that's Aristides Aquino. Great guy, love the personality. Just wish he could have uh, kept that uh, that one month uh, that he looked like an like a Hall of Famer. I wish he could have kept that going.
1: Well, maybe we should get him a Jobu Boo and a uh hats for bats.
0: Right. <laughs> S- send a DoorDash of some KFC to him.
1: Oh, yeah. He's a live chicken. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, One right. of my favorite baseball movies of all Absolutely. time, right there.
0: Please, please, the cancel culture, do not cancel that movie.
1: oh Please do not. You guys are killing me with this cancel culture oh. thing. Oh. I think SpongeBob. SpongeBob was the latest in on that one, but we'll, we'll we'll move on from it. Yeah, I don't
0: want to get into that. We'll we'll get canceled. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't want to get canceled.
0: Uh, Shogo Akiyama is not listed on the injured list, but uh, isn't he going to start the year on the injured list?
1: Uh, I'm looking that way, he's still not cleared. Uh, he's still having some issues. He, uh, I know him, and Lorenzen had a setback today. Um, so those two will most likely. Along with Sonny Gray, so had not Acuña being injured didn't have in Tyler Naquin. That's it. Kind of works out.
0: Got ya. And uh, of course, Costiano's had an awesome spring. So hopefully, he can carry that on. Be a little bit more oh, yeah. relaxed in a 162 game season. It's his contract year. Uh, so, um,
1: uh, I'm expecting. I'm expecting Suarez hit 50 this year,
0: and uh, Costiano's to have 300 doubles. 300 doubles and 45 home runs. <laughs> but, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Maybe 40 or 50 doubles is, is, is more realistic, but uh, I expect him to, uh, to, uh, play very well this year. And, uh, maybe not tomorrow. Tomorrow the weather is going to absolutely suck. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the wind's going to do. So if the wind is dead and it's cold in that stadium, uh, nobody is going to want to hit the, the Cardinals just came back from Florida uh, They've been here a couple of days, which you know that's not going to help because it's not like it's been cold all week. It was seventy degrees yesterday. It was seventy five on Sun on Saturday, so the weather's been going crazy. Uh, So hopefully, welcome to Ohio, baby. Welcome to Ohio. Yeah, I remember an opening day where the I think the Reds and the Cubs were playing. Uh, Aaron Harang was on the mound, and the ball was just uh, the wind. It was cold. It was windy. And Adam Dunn was playing left field, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, he could not play left field for his to save his life. It was it was horrible but, horrible uh, day.
0: But, yeah, so that that kind of wraps up the, the roster. I, I'm more excited about the roster now that it's been set than I was two weeks ago when we didn't know who it was going to be. Uh, granted, the Reds didn't do a lot in the offseason, but – I, I, there's a lot of potential on this team. There's still a lot of top stars, especially offensively on the team. Um, and, and there's some guys that are going to, I think this bench is, you don't have the experience bench. You have the hungry bench. And sometimes I think that may be a little bit better of a bench than, than having the Jim Edmonds come back.
1: Jim Edmonds. say hey, you guys are a jerk anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if you look at the, the bench, I mean, I think our this bench is pretty deep. I mean, you you think Carl Carl, Kyle Farmer? I'll get it right. And Tyler Eakin and Mark Payton. Mark Payton may be a guy that might not make this team. Nobody really knows at this point. Right. Max Max Schrock had a good spring. He could be a he could be one of the sleeper guys. You know, right. he could work his way into a starting spot yeah. if India fails.
0: Akino so was... is out of options. I uh, I mean, he's still yeah. a power threat even off the bench.
1: Yeah, I mean, Tyler Stevenson, I'm, I'm so happy this guy made the team. Oh, absolutely. His first opening day because this dude is awesome. He's an awesome player and an awesome dude, and I'm happy for him.
0: Yeah, I mean, with him and Tucker, uh, it's it's going to be a great uh, – I know some people are down on Tucker, but he's a two-time gold gu- glove winner. Uh, yep. he's, he's had some success behind – or hitting before, so maybe in, in uh, 2021 with a longer time – a longer season and with uh, – more opportunities to uh, get some breaks and rest uh, as Tyler Stevenson transitions. Probably going to happen either next year or the year following where he's going to be the main the main catcher. And, and very few catchers, uh, like, catch 162 games. I think Yachty's done it a couple times. Uh, bench, I think, came close a couple times. But it, it tore up Bench's knees. So, uh, you know, you get 120 to 140 games out of your starting catcher. Uh, that's pretty good, especially if you have a uh, backup. I mean, the years that the Reds were in the postseason, they didn't really have an everyday catcher. Uh, Hannigan nope. Hanigan and Hernandez split the time and did it well.
1: Yeah, you can't forget that Hernandez opening day home run in 2011, man. Oh,
0: that was awesome.
1: That was a great day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the matchup against the Cardinals, always going to be tough. Yeah. Uh, the Reds have played the Cardinals better the last couple of years, so the Cardinals are getting older. Uh, Yachty is back. Uh, you mentioned early. Wainwright's back. Uh, tomorrow's starting matchup. Uh, who, who, who's going for the uh, Cards?
1: The Cardinals have Jack Flaherty, who's a very good pitcher against uh, El, El Pedro, the, the ace Luis Castillo. Yeah. Man, Uh well, he got a great he had a great spring too, and I think he's ready to go weather's going to be cold so who knows how that's going to play
0: with the uh, with the uh with the teams but
1: uh well take it from somebody who played softball in 25 degree weather in tournaments in the, in, in March it sucks you can't hit <laughs> you can't feel your fingers you can't feel your toes like you you just all you want to do is to stay warm and just try and hit a ball try and catch a ball and just play your best game but it's good, it's going to be rough
0: it's going to be rough. Uh, it's going to be rough for me and the fans. I'm going to be wearing 73.6 masks.
1: You, you need to, man. I mean, <laughs> you know, actually, it'll Keep your it'll keep your face warm, you know. At least I, you'll have that going on. I
0: think I have to go and buy some masks because I think I'm out of the surgical type masks.
1: Well, you, you should have your DX mask, Matt. You got that one somewhere.
0: I got that one. I got my NWO mask. I may wear that one. Freak some people out that don't know wrestling. They might have Reds masks at the park. I'm sure they do, but it'll cost $1.23 billion. Well, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so I'm going to go with the cards. They're going to win the series, take at least two or three
1: games. Uh, I'm going to go opposite. I think the Reds take two out of three.
0: That's what I said.
1: No, you didn't. (laughs) He said the Cardinals will take two out of three. Oh,
0: I meant the Reds. Sorry. Uh, Oh. And then... uh, What's your prediction for the season? How many wins?
1: Uh, I know we we talked about it on like, uh, in a, in a, in a most recent podcast, and I said like 95 wins. No, I don't think it'll be 95. I uh, maybe it was exaggerating. Uh, I'm going to say at least 82.
0: I'm going to go with 87.
1: Okay. That's even better. I'll take that too.
0: Uh, I, I think this team's going to surprise people. Uh, I hope it does anyway. Uh, let's hope for no more injuries and uh, – Get off. To, I'm not even gonna say a quick start. Get off to at least a 500 start.
1: Well, I mean, don't start and don't start 18 or anything like yeah, that. We I don't mean, need that again.
0: I mean, that, it seems like every year. Let's get off to a fast start, and then, uh, the, then after three weeks, they've won three games. Let's don't do that again. You did it. In, no. You did it, in Brian Price's last year. You did it in 2019. I think last year they started off. You know, they won opening day. Then you're like, oh, they're not winning. What's going on? This is supposed to be a, a, a real team this year. And, and then they they, they, they close it up uh, when they needed to last year with the expanded playoffs. That helped. Uh, Lorenzen absolutely got them in, into the dance. Uh, Bauer was dominant all season. But uh, uh, this year, less less pressure. So, uh, But at the same time, if, if you start off 1-15, uh, there is no expanded playoffs this year. So that's that's going to make the stress and everything the same as it was last year in the 60 game season. So I'm hoping that in the month of April, where you're going to have some games where it's going to be like playing in Antarctica and other games where it's going to be 90 degrees and you're sweating. <laughs> uh, I, I hope that uh, they can at least stay around 500, no more than one game under and hopefully more than uh, one game over. But uh that's kind of my hope uh my dream would be you know going 20 and 0 <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh let, let's uh let's win series this year um, and avoid uh avoid losing series I, I like the fact that they play the pirates in the, in the second series so but the pirates last year uh they did pretty well against the reds so uh don't play down to your opponents and i think last year they did that a little bit
1: yeah i think they, they underestimated a lot of the bad teams pirates for one and uh, even the tigers right. We went with the tigers and we knew they were going to be bad but they played us really well
0: yeah, well they played uh, really well the entire season the tigers kind of surprised people last year uh but yep. this year it's a 162 game season i don't see as many uh, of the bottom teams, the Orioles, the Tiger, or, or the Orioles, uh, uh, Kansas City. Or, I don't remember the,
1: I remember the last time the Orioles were relevant, but yeah, go ahead. I'm
0: sorry, not not Kansas City, Cleveland. I, I think they're going to be really bad this
1: year. Yeah, they, they had lost a lot. I mean, when they traded Frankie Lindor, I mean.
0: Oh, I mean, they, they completely dismantled that team. They, they have a lower payroll than the, the Pirates, which I don't know how is possible.
1: I mean, we'll play the Padres are going to be the team to beat. Absolutely.
0: So it's going to be a fun season. The Reds uh, in a in a winnable division. Uh, they just got to win the games against the Cardinals, against especially against the Pirates, against the uh, Brewers, uh, and uh, hang in there with the Cubs and 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 Cardinals. And uh, I think they can. I think they can eke out the division if if they if everything goes right for them.
1: I mean, if you put it together, you put the pitching and the hitting together, don't go hitting like you did in the playoffs last year because that's not going to work. Everybody's got to put their stuff together and start hitting the gaps and start just putting it all together at one time. You can't have one one game you're pitching well and not hitting, and one game you're hitting and not pitching. you got to have it all together. Get a complete, a complete package when you're playing these teams, especially the Cardinals, especially the Brewers, and especially the Cubs. I count the Pirates because they they're not really a major league team. <laughs> so, but you play those teams, you've got you, – because you know they're going to beat you at any at any chance they get, especially when you're not hitting and you're not pitching. So okay. put it together and let's do this, man. Fired fire up. Them. I'm ready to go,
0: man. You can tell I'm ready to go. Let's go. Opening day starts. <laughs> and uh, thanks for listening to the Reds fans chatter podcast. Be sure, if you've hung out with us this long, be sure to hit that subscribe button, write a review. Uh, let us know what you think of uh, how we're doing. If we suck, uh, just send me an email, Scott, at RedsFansChatter.com.
1: Uh, Don't send that to me. Send it to him, not me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, until next time, go Reds. Go Reds.